Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm just waiting for Kevin to find he dropped something from his head. I don't know what he dropped. He there, dropped but... uh, one of his ear uh, headphones. One of the ear pieces fell off. Those fall there, off. No, oh, that was a panic. Like, I like I'm not going to be able to say my name. <laughs> it's the ear yeah. muff. I know. Those are horrible. I hate them. Somebody, uh, yeah, I know, named Tom. Hey, maybe that's a good Christmas present for your new set of headphones that doesn't shed weird plastic bits all over your head. Good luck. Good. <laughs> Been doing it forever. No question yeah. about it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman. Mike Gelsey. Uh Andy Brand Bernard, I suppose. I don't know. I seem to be going last now. Catherine Brandt. Oh, so, it's okay. It's uh, okay. We just changed panic. the direction. It's all right. I thought I was last. I am nothing if not flexible. Catherine sat down and saw the picture of Elon Musk's mother and said, that's not at all what she looks like. They must have picked that picture to try to make her look bad. No, I she does so. photo shoots all the time. Because she yeah. looks she crazy in that picture. Absolutely. Well, she, she looks nuts. She does not run around like that. But it's not, it's not like they found her and snapped this picture. She's posing. No, yeah. you're right. Yeah, because yeah, she's a model. Right. She does all kinds of photo shoots. Mm. Yeah. There you go, Gail. Hey, it's a model, Gelfin. I don't know if is Elon's dad still around or can Gelfin <laughs> ask her? Off? I wonder actually. I, I don't know. I, I get the feeling maybe he never got along with his dad. I don't know. No, I guess he oh, was a yeah. True. I guess he was a terrible person. Oh, was he? His father. Yeah, yeah. I guess he was very violent. Well, and left horrible. him a lot of money though. Typical Australian. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, they were uh, Elon Musk's mom got divorced in '79, so she's oh, very yeah. single. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There. I think I got it with that one, didn't I? Took me a few you few tries. <laughs> you did indeed, Catherine. Anything breaking in the news we should know about since you've been um, on the show? Well, just scrolling through the world here. Uh, what did LeBron James do? I don't know. That didn't come up. Um, well, he LeBron recently James they won the in-state or in-season tournament mm -hmm. thing oh, for right. basketball, yep. but I don't think there was anything. Oh, well, there was a else. lot of uh, crap going on. Shameful video he, goes you know, viral of LeBron James ignoring sitting during national anthem at oh. Suns game. Oh. The big, oh. you know, the big story in the NBA now is Draymond Green, the guy who choked Rudy Gobert. Yep. So they suspended him for five days, and I think he played like two or three what? games in which nothing horrible happened, and then he attacked another player. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because yeah. now he's gone indefinitely. That's right? what they're saying, indefinitely, which yeah. means usually in the NBA, three games. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Does if anybody know someone, who the yeah. UFC star Colby Covington is? Hmm? Nope. Nope. No? What do you okay, do? well, there's a, well, I guess he went on some sort of press thing being very mad at LeBron. About what? Uh, the quote is, if you hate America so much and you don't like this country that gave you a billion dollars, leave it or come deal with me. You well, go to China, ooh. go to these sweatshops that you employ all these laborers and use these women and pay them pennies on the dollar Which to make your true. millions. F you, LeBron James. I mean, is you're a wrong? coward, you're a spineless coward, and you're a fiat. Was this guy a country western singer? <laughs> no, he's a black UFC fighter. UFC? Uh, same yeah. thing. What is What UFC? is the difference to be United honest? Federation United Fighting, fighting Ultimate Fighting Championship. Ah, okay. You anyway, fight. I guess that's going around. That's like a little viral thing right now. Right. So he stayed in his chair instead of standing up for the national anthem? I don't know Yeah, so I guess he... So his son plays for USC, and so he got to the game right. as the national anthem was playing, and so he walked in and then sat down rather than just wow. walking in and staying standing. And that, that's what all this is about? I mean, yeah. like, I don't like LeBron James as a human being even a little bit, but mm -hmm. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt without having seen the video here. Because, yeah. like, right. people do like to make a big deal over nothing. Yeah, I think that's well, mostly what it is. Tevin, haven't you brought up the fact that he's been making people angry about the cost of his tennis shoes and stuff before 
Um, LeBron, like not, was it LeBron? No, it was Michael Jordan back in the day. Oh, Everybody Jordan. was up yeah. in arms about, okay. but LeBron, I don't know. He kind of was a non, like anytime there was controversy, he would kind of shy away from it. And then at a certain point, once he was established enough, he then started to speak out a little bit more, but I don't know. He doesn't, I don't know. He doesn't seem like it's authentic, really, anything he does. So he's not the type of person that would protest, especially at his son's basketball game, and take all the shine away from his son. Yeah. Oh, okay. He, he was going to He was gonna uh, not play NBA games when he could see his son play. Yeah, yeah, well, you told, can't blame him for that. He told the team, hey, there might be a scheduling conflict. Yeah. I need to go watch my son play basketball rather than play for the Lakers. I think he's gonna. I think he's. What he really wants to do is he wants to keep playing until his son can play in the NBA, mm-hmm. and so that that's really his his goal now. He's what thirty eight. Is that right? Uh, LeBron, yeah, he's got to be somewhere around there. He might almost be forty. LeBron James is thirty eight. And he's Does been his son... in, he's been in the NBA for like nineteen years now. Yeah. yeah. Does his son have the stuff? Probably not. His, no, I don't I, think so. I, I've I've only oh. seen like a little clip of his son, but for one thing, he's about a foot shorter than LeBron. Yeah, he's oh, okay. he's very very good. Yeah, but to be the one percent of the one percent that makes it, mm-hmm. I think he'll get a chance because he's LeBron James's son. And if you know a team like the Timberwolves was like, oh, we'll draft him if that means LeBron's also going to come here and play, yeah. we'll take a flyer oh, on yeah. him, but I don't know well, that. Well, yeah, well, that would draw fans. Yeah, Has I there ever been a that. father-son team in a professional sports setting? Not that have played together, no. Hmm. I don't believe so. Well, I suppose the average career of a pro athlete is, what, 15 minutes, so... Yeah, you get a lot of brothers that'll play yeah. and stuff, but yeah, not to a right. father-son. Mm-hmm. How about George Blanda? He quit when he was, like, 45 years old. Is it, did his son ever... <laughs> I, I like think he was 40, actually a little older. I like how 45 is considered like ancient in football. Well, in football, it is. Football as a kicker, 30. yeah. Uh, 48. Yeah. 48. Wow. Mm-hmm. He was Did with he the Raiders for eight years at the end. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. one of those, you know, kickers who like approached the ball straight on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like it's been like 30 years since anyone did that. I, yep. Why is that? It's just apparently it's just not as efficient, you huh. know. Except except for uh, what was the guy's name? Dempsey. I can't remember his first name, but Dempsey. Um, he, he's the guy. Um, he yeah. had the record for the longest field goal for mm-hmm. some time, and and a lot of kickers thought it should have an asterisk because actually half of his foot had been. Well, he he didn't have half of his foot. Yep. So he had this huge metal plate. So he was like hitting the ball with a sledgehammer. Oh, like a with like a golf club almost. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that is kind of. But I guess like shoes kind of serve the same purpose, don't they? Yeah, not like a metal mallet though. Can you put? What if you just like wear a steel-toed boot when you kick the ball? There's probably <laughs> there you there's go. probably some rule against it no, now. No there's a Dempsey boots. rule now, I think. Yeah, I would think that's probably true. So what's new in the news? Anything pop up uh, since we uh, took that long break from the morning show? <laughs> uh, not a whole lot. There was a. A 10-year-old kid that was in Tom's news stories that he got arrested and pro, uh, he's on probation now because a 10-year-old peed out in public. And so the cops were like, we're going to make an example of him. But yeah, other than that, has been... Uh, on probation? Yeah, let me Wouldn't you love that. to be his probation officer? Uh, yeah, and they're, like the article is trying to you know play the race card and say it's because he's black. But I was just more like, hey, why are we arresting a 10-year-old for peeing in public? Maybe this is just a little slap on the wrist. But, uh, yeah, he got sentenced in youth court to three months probation because he peed in and public. And where was this? Uh, it was in Mississippi. Well, I've heard stories of people getting put on the sex offender registry for peeing in public. So, I mean... Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, I think it's yeah a little different if you're an adult that's just out here, and it sounds like he well, was yeah. in a parking lot, and he peed next to a car. Like, he opened up the car door and, like, peed on the ground because he had to pee. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so... Well, what's he supposed to do? <laughs> He's 10 years old. I, okay, I have right. a question that I don't think any of you are going to be able to explain what this mm-hmm. sentence yeah. means. So the uh, child's mother, I believe, uh, more... It's either the mother or the lawyer. I don't know. But they said, uh, we are not going to appeal. He will not have a criminal record. This is probation. And he is a fan of Kobe Bryant, so he doesn't mind writing the two-page report. What? 
What the hell does that even mean? Oh, they probably made him do some sort of report on somebody, but yeah, I don't know. I it guess. Was... They, should, they should have said, and he's written a report on Kobe Bryant, not like all Kobe Bryant fans love writing reports. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, just weird that they did all this work to teach this kid a lesson about peeing and behind the door. Don't do it. Eh. I have a question. Why is the world getting so weirder by the day? That would have never happened in the old days. Well, in Mississippi, it might have. Well, that's true. In Mississippi, that's a possibility. You're right about that. But um, yeah. I mean, in Mississippi, if he'd done that, you know, 50 years ago, they would have just turned a hose on the kid. Could oh, be. yeah. You got to wash it off, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know the kid. And you said he actually blocked the, the view of him peeing by standing by an open door. Yeah. He, they, he oh, said he opened on. up the back door. And so he was trying to be, I guess, respectful, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. discreet. Try not to pee in public. But if, you know, you're 10 years old and you got to go. I yeah, guess. we saw a kid just pee right in a pool and drop trowel. Gross. And... Oh, oh. See, I arrest that kid. Right. Put him in prison. <laughs> yes. And yep. just think, think of all the kids okay who do that, that, and we'd never know about it. It's the yeah. uh, my one of my favorite South Park lines of all time. Hmm? They um, they're testing the pool water at a public pool, and they do a pH test, and the pH test comes back no H, all P. <laughs> well, oh God. What, what was the Adam Sandler movie, uh, Grown Ups, where the dads are all sitting in the pool and the kids are like, you know, you can't pee in the pool because it turns the water blue. And he's like, oh, that's an old wives tale. And then the camera pans out and it's like the five dads sitting in a circle, all surrounded by dark blue oh. dye. Mm-hmm. They all just pee in the pool. Oh, gross. <laughs> Is there anyone who's never peed in a pool, though, when they were swimming? Probably not. I don't think I've ever going to admit it. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. I, I haven't, but then I, you know, I've never been in a pool, so I guess it doesn't count. Well, it's the yeah. thing. If you swim as like a little kid, yeah, you're going to mm-hmm. do it. But as an adult, I feel like that's a pretty like low class thing to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. yeah, I would say. So. But that's why that's why that's why God gave us chlorine. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Thank God for chlorine. Thank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the new thing is saltwater pools. No chlorine, just salt. Oh, that's right. They do salt water now, don't mm-hmm. they? So is that, that, that disinfects the pool? Well, yeah. Salt, I mean, salt basically kills anything it touches. So if it's salty enough. Um, I read up on saline pools, and apparently somehow it does still turn into a form of chlorine. Well, yeah. What you like, If you look at a pool, a chlor- especially a newly chlorinated pool, you're going to see bubbles, like tiny little bubbles coming up to the surface. Mm. And that is if I'm, I'm going from memory, so I could be completely wrong, but it's atoms of chlorine that have been hit by sun, which turns them into chloramine, which releases a gas. And that's actually what disinfects. It's the chloramine, not the chlorine itself. And apparently wow, okay. salt can somehow do the same thing. It gets hit by the sunlight. It reacts with the water. It becomes chloramine. And there you go. See, well, I told you. Uh, yeah, I don't know about the chlorine <laughs> part, but I definitely have been responsible for for uh, for uh, causing uh, you know some gas in a pool. So in Not, that, that sense, doesn't disinfect, though. Yeah, uh, no, I guess it mm-hmm. does. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road? or the child that followed. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? 
North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I don't know if I want to read this story, but I'll just read the headline. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. The top fetish of 2023 was giantess porn. What's what the hell does that even mean? What's a giantess? It's a Large. giant, but female. I don't know. You lost me at giant. Yeah, it's <laughs> giantess. Giantess porn it means giant, but female. So you got your giants and you got your giantesses. So oh. there's the video thing. or pictures of very tall women peeing. Or doing porn. I was going to say <laughs> peeing. Where the hell did you get that? Oh, no, you started another trend. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> yes, there probably are those two, but that's not the conversation we're having right now. All I know is that when I get home, I'm going straight to xhamster.com. Just, just, just to do some research? I, I got to check this some out. Some keywords, some tags? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. How can that yeah. be the, the big trend if none of us have heard of it? I mean, we're we're kind of like in the mix, right? I don't know. No comment. I'm, I'm not a big porn guy. It's like, okay. Well, they, I, I didn't mean porn, but just, you know. I was like, as someone who is arguably terminally online, I do see a lot of weirdos, mm-hmm. and they're very, very mm-hmm. open with what they like. Yeah. So I am familiar with oh, this really? particular okay. thing. I don't really? get it. Mm-hmm. And I think in this case, giantess means literal, like, fantasy giant. Like, we're not talking eight-foot-tall woman. We're talking, like, 20-foot-tall woman. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, my God. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm conflating two things, but... All I know is that in my fantasies, I draw the line at 12 feet. Just too right. much after that. It's too much. I can't handle it. Too much woman. Well, I'll read the story. Uh, Pornhub hasn't released it uh, year in review yet, but uh, even kinkier uh, site has just beat them to it. A website called... Clips for Sale, the number four, Clips for Sale, specialized in fetishist content. Uh, so the really kinky stuff. They just posted their top searches of 2023. And number one is something you probably didn't even know existed. Very large women had a very big year. The top kink was giantess porn. Um, hmm. There's an, a, a, oh, there is a PG example. So they're going to show me the oh, one. But, but do it's... you want to click on anything from? Yeah, I'd say, yeah. say tread lightly with whatever you're about to click on. Well, you think I shouldn't yeah. click on that? Not unless you want your inbox completely filled with that. I suppose that's true. That doesn't just mean tall. It's more about uh, using camera tricks and other effects to create the illusion that someone's a giant. Yeah, there you go. Kind of like a grown-up version of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, Clips for Sale says giantess porn was the top search in the U.S., Japan, Mexico, and Australia. They expect it to be big next year to no pun intended. Or it wasn't a good pun anyway, so that's I'm glad it wasn't intended because it was a (laughs) horrible Because big, get it? Giants are big, you know. So what's driving this now? Why giant women? What's I, that all about? I don't know. Every year they come out with one of these, and it's always like I. you would never know unless you were mm-hmm. told that this is like the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes you wonder if it is yeah, the big thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If we never heard of it. Yeah. Oh. Now, I always assume that it's like some company just spent a bunch of money producing this kind of thing, and now they need people to think that it's popular. Yeah. yeah. Bingo, Andy. That's my assumption. And there's like I'll never forget – Working at the House of Comedy, Big J Okerson was in town, dropping him, or he called me, and there was a furrying convention. Furry is very big and has been for and, a long yeah. time. Yeah, and so there's, like, things like that, whether it's, like, kinks or niches or fetishes, that there's these huge communities that are essentially underground that nobody hears about, but they're like, oh, yeah, everybody's into, you know, yeah. giantess porn. Like, what? How do you even 
Yeah, it's very what specific, do you come isn't it? Public? Yeah, like how that's you just woke up one day and you were like, you know what? I think I'm kind of into really, really big women. And it probably comes from like a power thing, too, because you'll yeah. hear like businessmen where they're like, oh, yeah, I paid this lady, you know, $200 to tell me how, you know, small my thing is mm -hmm. because I want to feel degraded. Yeah, so giantess would be just yeah. like another, it, it would be an extension of that. It's like she's yeah. so big that even if I wanted to, I couldn't resist yeah. kind of thing. I, I, ca I cannot actually, I, I can't connect with this thing about people wanting to be degraded. I no. mean, it happens yeah. to me every day. Right, I'm already insecure <laughs> enough. I don't too much, too much of a good thing is what you're saying. I, I guess so. I'll well, start I'll start looking at porn when when the missionary position makes a comeback. There you go. That's the new underground <laughs> thing. Yeah, it could be the well, thing. You never know. Pornhub has been uh, under a lot of fire for all the of the pedophilia stuff that's oh, on there. Yeah. So they're oh, yeah. probably looking for a new revenue source, I would guess. Yeah. yeah, they didn't do a whole lot of vetting of the age of people in their no. videos. Yeah. Well, and they always release, like, what is your state's most searched words on Pornhub? And, like, half the states are always, you know, like, underaged girl or oh, barely legal really? whatever. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. some of the stuff that they – I guess well, I would assume the actors in there are old enough, but yeah, I think you still are under a, a lot of fire for some of the people they have on. Well, yeah, show. you're still pretending that they're not old enough. Is, right. It's like, yeah. so the fantasy is still yeah. there, and that's yep. yes. not great. No. Okay, now we're not going to get into this, but we are going to get into what you were talking about, Tevin. Here are a few more kinks America was searching for in 2023. A uh, few are pretty lame, like tickling in Tennessee, <laughs> yoga pants in South Dakota. <laughs> Pantyhose in Missouri and socks in Louisiana and Wisconsin. Socks. Latex was a top search in New Mexico. Mm -hmm. Still a classic. Late. Why late? What's latex? Uh, it's I mean, skin tight latex bodysuit kind of thing. Oh, bodysuit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wrestling porn was number one in North Dakota, Oklahoma, <laughs> and Carolina. Oh, I, 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 having been in North Dakota and, and Oklahoma, yeah. that does not surprise no. me. And <laughs> she puts him in the pile driver. Wait, that's not a pile driver at all. <laughs> smoking porn was the top search in Connecticut. Smoking. So what, what is smoking porn? Having sex and smoking at the same <laughs> it time? just sounds gross. All right. Smoking a cigarette and having sex, you know? Yeah. I, oh, man. Just coughing the entire time? Uh, you, ha you know, until you try it, you have no idea what a high that is. <laughs> so this is weird. Smoking porn was a top search in Connecticut, which has one of the lowest smoking rates in the nation. Well, Connecticut sure. just likes to watch you smoke. Well, that, that makes sense now uh, that we know that. Yeah, I suppose. Like it's forbidden. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, it's just a fully clothed person just sitting <laughs> just on a bench smoking. smoking. Yeah, yep. It has nothing to do with sex. <laughs> okay, I don't know what this word is. This one's weird. Vor? Is it vor or vore? Oh, vor? I think that's voyeurism. No, it's, thing, it's right? well, no, I think, is it V-O-R-E? Yes. Yeah, that's vor. That's an anime thing. Oh. Um, oh, okay. I don't know that much about it because it's gross, and I just don't <laughs> understand the appeal. But basically, it's like the fantasy is that a woman will eat you yes they it's about eating another person swallow you like whole and then no yep. like not like cannibalism like they'll swallow you mm -hmm. whole somehow and oh. like have this gigantic <laughs> distended <laughs> stomach and then they'll digest you well one you know, man's the more nightmare, i hear you know? about humanity the more i want yeah. that bunker in south dakota no, yeah. i don't yeah. the vor thing has been around forever too like i remember seeing people talking about it on the internet in like the late 90s and i was like what in the hell how do you even get this idea of like someone swallowing you whole well it's mm -hmm. a, it's a marketing thing you know one man's nightmare is another man's fantasy i suppose so but look i've never had a nightmare about being swallowed whole either <laughs> the thought no. just never occurred to me no you know, of a woman like unhinging her jaw like a snake and swallowing me all right here's a good comparison you guys are gonna like this the next two six and seven Wyoming might take uh, the cake for the weirdest fetish of all, CPR porn. Yes, chest compressions and mouth-to-mouth -mouth while naked. CPR is very unpleasant. I would think I would so. It's extremely painful for one, for you. Yeah. Well, at least we get to exit the story with a laugh because the number one search in Indiana for porn uh -oh. is fart porn. Gross. Wow. And I get it. That We're I can not get behind okay <laughs> so they're having sex and farting it's, it's I like i 
people, you know, you're not if you, you're into it and it's consensual, do whatever you want. But some stuff, like really, like farting porn. Yeah. I like, know why. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I, I just don't. I just it. like muster one up on command. That's true. That's, you have to prepare first, I think. That would be the fantasy of uh, uh, many of the people I meet at my incel meetings. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Really? Okay. Oh, well, so you, like, you got the inside. They're like sitting yeah. on the couch, like, honey, you in the mood? <laughs> ah, no, I don't have to fart right now, otherwise I definitely would love to have sex. <laughs> but I gave you chili for dinner. Yeah. Uh, Not enough alarms in that chili, unfortunately. No. Oh, thank you. No question about it. We're so, a very yeah, sick okay, country, so. let's let's be honest. Yeah. Indeed. So what else is going on in the news, Andy? Anything good? Uh after that, no. <laughs> after that, no. There's nothing good going on whatsoever. But we are getting to that point now where we're going to get the best fill-in-the-blank of the year. That is true. Mm-hmm. We and, are. Yeah, yeah, we are. That's what was true. the best uh, new word of the year? That one was coronated a few weeks ago, I think. They're always horrible. What was it? Yeah, I think, uh, I think it was I don't know if it was the best word, but I think Riz was. Riz, I was just about Riz, to say, I knew it yeah. had two Zs in it. Yeah. yeah. Riz was the one I read about. I've never heard of that. Just, that's respect, right? That's uh, charisma. Charisma, yeah. Charisma. Oh, charisma. That's charisma. what it is. Okay. But yeah, I guess it comes from charisma. I suppose it makes sense. So do you care about stuff like that anyway? No. They they just take whatever the kids are saying and throw it in the dictionary. And... That's the thing. Once you're a certain age, you just stop picking these things up, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's not in the New York Times crossword, it doesn't interest me. It probably will be. Well, I, I, I guarantee you it will be, yeah. I would imagine, no doubt about it. I just, uh, man, I'm looking at there's, there's not a whole lot of good. I could run it. I could start reading stories off that are just absolutely hideous, but I don't really want to do that. No. Well, there was another kind of funny one in um, Tom's news stories about these two drunk guys that got into an eight-hour standoff with police because they were refusing to come down from a roof. And then they have right. the, the picture of the guys and they're just two passed out drunk dudes <laughs> on, on the roof of some construction site. Oh, so they weren't refusing to come down. They couldn't come down because yeah. they were passed out. Yeah, it, it looked like for at least for a little bit of the eight hours, <laughs> they were great. definitely taking a nap. And you got and, the SWAT team surrounding them. Yeah, and it looks like, yeah, they were throwing bags of concrete onto the road and uh, swinging Ooh. around a uh, bottle of vodka. So, yeah, they were uh, drunk, having a good time on some scaffolding, it looks like, which were, led to an eight-hour standoff of police trying to get them off the roof. I cannot tell you how drunk these two men are. They keep falling down on each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you sure that's what like, it is? Yeah, exactly. They, they look like brothers. They, I mean, are they identical yeah. twins? Um, it does not say, but, yeah, I would not be surprised because they are <laughs> both— Oh, look God. exactly alike and they're barefoot as well so they're definitely yeah uh <laughs> had a good time we'll say here's an interesting oh, story from carver the city of carver mm-hmm. a man recently had to relocate with his dog because his dog was found to be illegal because his dog was a coyote oh, oh. god oh yeah mm-hmm. it's a nine-month-old coyote so it's still you yeah. know at that age it's still you know nice and friendly and fun but it's a story that won't end well. No, that's it's always like, and pretty much an, every animal is like that. I mean, you can have a, a young alligator or hippopotamus or something, and it'll be like, oh, it just loves to play. Well, yeah, it's a kid, you know. Remember wait, the wait story about the, adulthood. Remember the story about the chimpanzee. Oh God, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of them. Ate ate the woman's face. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Ripped yep. it off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's people don't understand that once animals grow up wild animals that's mm-hmm. when they become wild animals yeah. yeah they go back to being feral and there's nothing you can do about it i mean you can raise them and love them and care for them their whole lives but something mm-hmm. in them just like it just mm-hmm. goes nuts once they hit adulthood yeah. sounds like my children <laughs> well, there, was well there is that <laughs> well humans go nuts in their teens and then they that's get true less that's nuts that's so. that's the purpose of adolescence yeah exactly it's a bell curve kind of thing yeah. Well, there was yeah. that uh, lady that she had collected exotic pets and had a boa constrictor, and she bragged about it sleeping in her bed next mm. to her. And uh, she was like, oh, it lays the long way. And somebody was like, hey, I work for a zoo or something. Please and don't. They're like, it's seeing if it's long enough to eat you yet. So once it grows up to be big and strong, it's trying <laughs> to eat you. Yeah. Well, it's like snakes, I don't think, are really capable of, like, affection. No. Mm-hmm. They're snakes. No. They have reptile brains because they're reptiles. I remember we had an intern at the radio station. And I, I said to 
someone, who, another intern, I said, you know, there's something about this guy that kind of creeps me out. And and she said, well, you know, he does have five snakes that he's living with. Ugh, and I said, yeah, okay. yeah." And then one day, one day he said to me, right out of the blue, he said, you know, you know, when you watch porn, you know, they, they have all these, all these, all these girls they claim are like 15 or 16. They're not. They're, most of them are in their 20s. They just sort of starve to death so they can look like they're 15. Oh, God. Yeah, and I, I said hmm. to uh, someone who was in charge, I said, you probably should let this guy go, you know, because he's representing the radio station. And the, the shock, only shocking thing was this person didn't wind up being the general manager. So you got what didn't drink enough? Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> that might have been the problem. I'm sorry, your blood alcohol level is just too low. Get out of my it's office. Too low. Sorry, you can't do it. Mike, you just triggered something on my noggin. Think back on all of the people we worked with in that 37 years at the queue. Oh my God. There were some, some eccentricities. Yeah, there's some great people and some very eccentric people is another good way to put it. Yeah. There's no question about it. I just, but I'm trying to picture the guy with the, the heavy porn guy. I can't remember his name. The heavy porn oh, guy. Oh, that's all he ever did is watch porn while he was on the air. Jesus. But- Heavy or yeah, I was gonna say I think most porn guys are heavy, heavily heavily (laughs) into porn. Yeah, they don't get out much. (laughs) And on on that note, I have to take off a little bit early today because I have uh, all right, no problem. All right, don't become a heavy porn guy. Mm -hmm. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. I follow this weird um, site, which of course, when I want to find it, I can't find it. It talks about all this kind of stuff. Like this one guy was, uh, he rescued an alligator and became yep. great friends with this alligator. Oh. And he used to play with it and snuggle with it. That one did not end in tragedy, but the uh, the snake, the cobra, yeah. the cobra snake trainer guy, he for 50 years or something, mm. he lived amongst the cobras. Mm-hmm. He never had a problem. And then 50 years. Yep. Them bites you and then you die. Well, he like died. That, well, it's like that bear guy, Timothy, whatever. Timothy. Was it? You don't know who I'm talking about? Timothy no. the bear guy. Let's Google that. Yeah, Timothy there you go. The Grizzly man. Guy. Timothy Treadwell. Oh, I remember oh, that yeah. name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he would he lived among bears for 13 years. And then one day they just ate him. <laughs> now, you, you got, you, if you forget to feed a bear, you are in big trouble. Well, yeah. th- these aren't domestic bears. This was in the wild in Alaska. Yeah. So he would just like go in in the summer. He would just go to this area where the bears lived and just live among them for the summer. I see. And then he would go home. And the 13th time he did that, one of them just decided to eat them. But how well, do you make the decision, I want to live among bears? I Why? Don't well, Jane know. Goodall lived amongst the, what, some sort of chimpanzees, I think. Monkeys, yeah. yeah. yeah but, she, but she knew how to. She knew how to how to do it without being killed, because she actually was an expert. The, and this is a guy who knows nothing about bears, except that they're kind of cute. And so, uh, you know, yeah, I, I can, I see the, I see the. I mean, you see this all the time, people, and you read these stories all the time. Oh, you know, I just thought I would pet the lion. Yeah, mm-hmm. that never ends well, well. Every year up in Canada. Um, there's always a tourist or two killed by bears because people think that they can go up and take its photo. Oh yeah, you know, pretty close because mm-hmm. oh look at the cute bear and yeah. And see, that's why I have well. a cat. Now she doesn't really like me, but I'm pretty sure that she won't eat me until I'm dead. 
Well, that'd be good. At least you chow down after that, and you'll you know she'll clean you all well, up. That'd be you good. I want to leave something. I want to leave my mark, you know, with her. Yeah. Well, the very first time Catherine and I went to Banff, Canada, was on our honeymoon, and I wanted to go play a round of golf at the Banff Golf Course, which is wonderful, but we couldn't because a man from Japan walked up to a bear. Mm. And tried to take its picture up close, took his head right off. Yep. Oh. Oh, a bear Whoops. can kill you in seconds. So you so don't want to be anywhere near a bear. A bear. I remember no. I was in Banff uh, this many years ago, but you know, at the time at least, there was like a there was like a, a sort of a mini forest between the hotel on the hill and and, mm-hmm. and, and the it was you know sort of like the downtown Banff, which wasn't yeah. much. Yep. yep. So uh, it's like. I don't know. It was it was kind of warm that day. It was like 50 degrees, so I'm I'm making a shortcut through the forest area, and and it starts to snow, because that's what happens in Banff. You know, it can go from 50 degrees to snow in about a minute sure. and a half. So I'm I'm sort of like I'm being inundated by snow, and I'm standing under a tree, trying to uh, protect myself from you know being just a snowball, and I get the feeling someone's watching me. Ooh. And I, I turn my head, and sure enough, there's a deer about maybe 15, 20 feet away from me. And the deer and I look at each other at the same time. Both of us sort of start, you know, like, uh-oh. And then we realize neither of us is in any danger, and we just continue on under the trees. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? It, it's nice. like that's, that moment has stayed with me for 30 years. Cool. No, I could see that why it would too. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a different experience. There's no question about that. I don't know. It's uh, why people wander. Well, look in North Minneapolis, there's a lot of train tracks back in the day. I I don't know if they're all still there, but there were a lot. And you would find things like snakes and coyotes and all that kind. Now the the snakes in Minnesota are not very big, but coyotes would go up and down. The the, the animals use the train tracks. To kind of get around. They're kind of like their highways to get from one place to another. And the coyotes, it should be said, were not carrying huge amounts of cocaine with them. No, they were not. Different kind of coyote. That's exactly right. Well, they could have been. I don't understand people thinking they can just wander up to, to lions, tigers, bears, whatever it is, and just, hey, let me pet you. Well, no, that's not more. A lot of people, especially people who have never really left the city, don't realize how dangerous animals can be. I suppose. I mean, it's got to be it, wouldn't you think? I would think so. Because, I mean, if you look at a coyote isn't very big. No. You know, it's the size of like probably a Labrador, maybe even smaller. Mm -hmm. So you're thinking it's like, you know, what is it going to do? But I don't know. People have been so insulated from true danger that I think a lot of people actually can't comprehend what it's like to be in real danger anymore. Probably. Yeah, you Andy, never want to feel too safe. What? I think Andy and I know that. You never want to feel too safe. Well, that that's, I mean, there is something to be said for just, like, knowing what bad thing could happen at any given time. Well, there's a reason we have these, this instinct of fear. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't have to obsess over it like uh, two people in this studio mm-hmm. may or may not do. <laughs> but the opposite of not ever worrying about it and not being aware of it is equally dangerous. Yep. I would imagine that's true. So I, I was just looking at. So there. I'm sorry, Tom. Uh, we'll get the we'll get the timing down on this thing sooner. I was just I was just looking down while I, while I was listening to you guys talk and looking down at my recent searches. How about this? There are three recent searches I just I did in the last few days. North American Banking Company, Bilski. <laughs> no whites allowed, which is that. <laughs> the mayor of Boston, mm-hmm. yep. no whites allowed, and Jewish mobsters. Why were you looking up Jewish I mobsters? I don't know. I, I, we were talking about, um, oh, damn it, what the hell's the name of the Jewish mobster lived in Miami again? Uh, was, was that? Meyer uh, Lansky. Lansky, Meyer yeah. Lansky. Yeah. yeah, we're talking uh, about Lansky. Yeah, we're talking about Lansky, so I did. I was doing some research on Jewish mobsters, and Galpan's picture did come up. Well, I, I was going to say, I mean, I... I do have cousins who are Jewish mobsters. You still do? Well, not they're the the real mobsters are gone now. But yeah. they haven't been yeah. gone for that long, but yeah, they're they're gone now. But I mean, truly, uh I guess when I was younger, I looked at these guys and and thought um 
oh, well, you know, I mean, like, so they're bookmakers. And, okay, so they're the first lieutenants of a guy who's the first lieutenant of Meyer Lansky. And, yeah. uh, and you know, y- you don't really understand that these are people who probably killed people. Oh, there's no question about that. Now, how old were you when you moved out of North Minneapolis? Oh, just, just like two years old. Oh, you were only two yeah. when you moved to St. Louis Park. And then, and well, went from went from my parents went from North Minneapolis to eventually Creton Avenue. Oh, in oh, St. Yeah. Paul, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. Because you what? know, they it was it was okay for Jews to live outside North Minneapolis uh, when when you had the housing shortage, the post World War II housing shortage. Why do you think it is your parents went? from from Minneapolis because your father worked for the Star Tribune correct well and no actually back in those days he was working for the St. Paul paper oh I did not know that so that's why you went to St. Paul yeah but he he ended his career at the Star Tribune did he not yeah I mean he he went so this was in the 50s and then he went from mm-hmm. the Pioneer Press to the Minneapolis Star he was you know a sports reporter right. And right. then, uh, and then he decided that he it occurred to him one day that the the rest of us in the family were hungry because uh, you weren't making much money in those days in the newspaper business. Sure. So then, then he uh, then he went into public relations. A shame, a shanda for, for the family, as we would say. Why? Well, you know, I mean, you go from journalism to public relations. It's a, uh, it's not, it's not, uh, it's never been something where you went from nothing to a highly esteemed uh, mm. occupation. But but, but, but the money's there, you know. So he had to do it, and then. But he always loved newspapers, and then that was his retirement job, was was being the uh, the ombudsman, the guy who basically took the right. phone calls from people who were complaining and wrote yes. a Sunday column. So he he started doing that. He actually uh, it was almost exactly the day that I left the paper to when he joined the paper. Really? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. What that was a coincidence, or did he wait until you left so then he then he made the move? I would have to say that his presence there as the ombudsman um, was just one of many uh, thousand cuts that, that encouraged me to leave. Really? It, but it was a small thing, but, you know, it's an awkward situation. Yeah, I suppose that probably is true. No question. But, yeah, I mean, I I, I used to read his stuff. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. I thought he was very good at that job, actually. He was very good at it because, you know, he, he and his public relations background, as well as his love of newspapers, entered into it. But people would call and complain, and, you know, he would sympathize with them. He would he would talk to them. He had, You know, he, he didn't really have that much to do in, except um, when he wrote his columns, but talking mm-hmm. to people. So I, when my dad died, I, I heard from quite a few people who said, oh, I used to talk to your dad, you know, just uh, once a week at least, you know, we always had great conversations. And these were people who had n- uh, nothing in common with, with my dad at all. Their mm-hmm. politics were different. Everything was different. But my dad enjoyed talking to them. Was that over at the Little Wagon? Uh, well, the Little Wagon, uh, now that was, a, that was a hardcore, that was like right out of Miss Lonely Hearts. That's <laughs> <laughs> very, very true. You could find a guy boozing it up at the little wagon. Yeah, and, uh, and a lot of those guys, of course, when you if you went there after ten o'clock, especially a lot of those guys would 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 have been in those days journalists. But then you know the oh yeah the Star Tribune basically they sort of adopted this place in St. Paul. It was the Twin Something. Uh, place it was it was like a a a more a cozier and and less expensive version of hazelton oh yeah really hazelden i'm sorry hazelden yeah Yeah. and yeah so and and then so there was that era when all the guys i knew from the paper were were going into treatment you know big name guys like kolbachar and larry batson who had a column and and the list went on yeah and then some of those guys turned turned really angry, and some of them turned like into the nicest people you've ever met. What's, who were the angry ones? Anybody I know? Um, I don't think so. You know, uh, I, I can tell you the guys who turned into really nice guys because uh, Kolbachar, of course, was one of them. Oh, Jim. Yeah, he. You know, he was a very angry drunk. Oh God, yes. <laughs> but he turned out to be the nicest guy in the world once he quit drinking. When he was still drinking, he used to call me and light me up. Oh, my God, did he go after me. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Isn't no. that interesting how some people can take just a couple of sips of alcohol and just 
Yeah. Turn I never, into, yeah. I've never understood it. Yeah, it is very strange. Well, there have been a lot, you know, there have been a lot of studies about how different cultures react to alcohol. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I remember reading that there was a big article in the New Yorker many years ago, but it was fascinating. And and basically, people behave the way they are culturally expected to behave. I suppose that's true. So, like yeah. like Irish people, they basically weep and sing "Danny Boy" mm-hmm. because they're supposed <laughs> to, yeah. right? Because they're supposed to. It's not yeah. anything in their DNA, especially. It's just that's what they're supposed to do. You know, it's funny about that, Mike, you bring that up because I still get a lot of reaction from how I grew up. Like when I first meet some people, they kind of stand back a little bit because apparently, and I don't even know I'm doing this, but I look very threatening all the time. And I didn't even know it. I suppose I learned that in my neighborhood to to look like that, to be, you know, to ward people off. Mm -hmm. But some people still think that look on my face is like, I'm about to cut your head off. Well, you you look at people directly. Yeah, that's That's true. A lot of people don't like that. Well, and that is that. I mean, that is just, I mean, that's what animals do. Yeah. They won't look at each other except when they really Mm -hmm. pissed off. Yeah, they kind of, well, they'll they'll glance at each other. They they look and then they look away. Staring is not a good thing. Yeah. What do you mean? I I don't stare at people. Well, no, you just but you just make direct eye contact, and some mm. people that's very off putting. Like, like in Minnesota, if, if, it if is think, for sure. Yeah, if you think about an autistic kid, they can't do that at all. No, they can't do right. it at all. Yeah, but also you get the read. I learned that as a self protection thing because you look someone direct in the eye, you kind of know what they're they're all about. Well, it's a display of dominance too, isn't it? Really? I guess. Yeah, I, it is. I, I don't know. I didn't look at it that way. It's just like, I was keeping myself safe. Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess it was dominance. I, I never thought of it that way, though, until today. I just thought it was yeah. protecting myself. And in the meantime, off putting people in the normal world. I did not even know that. It's just that, like it's like the difference of, between being a Minnesotan and then being around New Yorkers. Yeah. New Yorkers will stand right next to you. Yeah. Right. Well, and, they're aggressive. They really close to your face. They'll sit right next to you, even if there's space. Yep. And in Minnesota, if somebody yep. sat next to you and there was empty space nearby, You'd be like, what the, what's wrong yeah, with what you? Is, That's a threat. Yeah, what's your angle? <laughs> I remember going to a lot of, you know, going to movie theaters and there'd, I'd, there'd be like eight people there and someone would sit right next to me. It's just oh, a weird yeah. thing to do, and, I think. But after that, I just never went to the Avalon Art Theater again. <laughs> well, the Avalon Art was a special place for you. I, <laughs> I do know that. God, I remember back in the day, this was a long time ago. Remember the Franklin Avenue Theater? No. Which one? Franklin was called the Franklin. Oh, the Franklin was that like by the Rialto? Kinda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kinda. There was a bar the called the, the Grizzly Bear or the, the the bear some kind of bear. Oh, okay. But, uh, uh, you remember that place? So this was yeah. So this would have been on the eastern side of the street, the, the eastern part of the street. Like I mean, that would be yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I know I what think, you're talking about. Yeah, I think, that, but that was quite an experience. There's no question about that. You'd go to a movie there and then go across the street to have a drink and you were not welcome either place. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, I've never experienced that. Oh, no, not you. (laughs) Never seen that happen to you. I don't know. It's kind of weird, isn't it? How people uh, are. Now, let me ask you, we've only got three minutes left, but this is, I, I think, a good time to ask this question because people are as mean or meaner right now than they've ever been. Mm. And I'm not just talking about America. I'm talking about it in the no, world. No, it's the whole world. Yeah, it's global. And why everybody's so angry and mean right now? Is it because of the the, the news reports they see? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, a lot of us do I just strictly because of politicians. No, you're absolutely right, Mike. Politicians are the worst people on earth. And this is how they aggregate power and money. Yeah, that's exactly By dividing right. us. Did you ever think you'd see a day when one guy who used to be president might be indicted and then the guy who is president might be indicted and then his son might be indicted? It's like, what the hell? Could it, could this have all, this is a good, good way to close it out. Could that have happened throughout our history, but we just didn't used to go after politicians back in the day? We got, we had a couple that came pretty close. And yeah. It was Nixon after all. Nixon and Clinton both came very close yeah they well, did we That's didn't true. we didn't have instant uh, access to every tiny little right story and every utterance of everybody we just didn't have that that is true that's no, a brand new thing yeah. 
So that made it even worse. Why do you think, Mike, uh, do you think it is the politicians and the news media that have pissed everybody off to the point they may mm-hmm. never recover? You know, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, the, obviously, the news media, you're talking about cable mostly there. Uh, and uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's a moneymaker for for some for some media outlets. And it's a huge moneymaker for politicians. They they make a ton of money by dividing people with hatred. Hatred yep. is so much more powerful than love. Mm-hmm. It is. Why, isn't that amazing that it is true? Right. Yeah. Always has been. It's unfortunate. All right. Well, that's going to do it for any closing words. Uh, how about um, happy holidays? I thought you were going to say F off. I thought for sure you were going to say F off. No, I'm, I'm in the holiday spirit. I mean, Brittany was here wearing her green Christmas sweater. How can sure. I not be in the holiday spirit? I suppose you're right. What day of Hanukkah are we on or is it over? It's eight, isn't it? Eight. I think it might be the last day. It, it, today's day eight, isn't it? I think. Uh, let's Come see. Come on, Gail, man. You're a Jew. Chirp up. How well, do you I, not know? I did see that some politician, I think it was in Poland, a right-wing politician, um, what did he do? He destroyed the Hanukkah, but like with a fire extinguisher or a flamethrower or something. That's a bit of that's making the media right now. Well, a flamethrower would just really? speed Hanukkah up, wouldn't it? Pretty much. Con- yeah. Condense the eight days down into about 10 seconds. I can't remember, really? but if you look at Why? Polish politician Hanukkah, you'll, it'll come right up. Hanukkah ends tomorrow. Oh, oh it's tomorrow. Okay. Yep. So at, at, at uh, sunset tomorrow, it'll be over. Right. That'll be it. Okay. There you have. So, yeah, I mean, I just, never mind. This could go on too long. <laughs> that is true. I That's... just don't understand why people are so goddamn mean right now. And mm-hmm. I'll close with this, the this, this story that the, the mayor in Boston who did a no whites allowed at the party, people are all pissed off about that. I'm like, who cares what that idiot thinks? <laughs> so I just looked that up. Polish politician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Left, far-left demonstrator at Yale, triggered by a Hanukkah menorah. Right, far-right Polish politician in Poland. <laughs> there you go. There's the media. Mm-hmm. Well, my it's, God, it's it's more than the media. Unfortunately, it's it's yeah, about it this you know rising swell. It's like reverse horseshoe theory. Well, if we could just stop being fativists, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah no fativists yeah. for sure. So in one paper, you're far left, and the other paper, you're far right. Well, it's two different people. <laughs> well, that's, that's why oh, some, that's why some people, people I know feel a little uncomfortable these days. When, oh, when, yeah. it's, when one wall closes yeah. in, it's not that bad. But when two, that's, yep. that's a problem. There's no doubt about it. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. We will talk to you tomorrow.